Hello, this is Jude from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, the 17th of September. India's COVID-19 case tally crossed the 51 lakh or 5.1 million mark with over 97,000 new cases and 1,132 deaths in the last 24 hours. For the first time, the number of active cases in the country have crossed the 10 lakh mark. Maharashtra has over 2,97,000 active cases, the highest in the country, followed by Karnataka, Uttar Pradesh, Andhra Pradesh, and Delhi. Union Minister Nitin Gadkari tweeted yesterday evening that he has tested positive for coronavirus. Sources said that his result came from a test conducted in Nagpur. Gadkari had attended parliament on Monday. Telangana reported 2,159 new COVID-19 cases and nine related fatalities pushing the tally of infections to 1.65 lakh in the state. The death toll has risen to 1,005. The ongoing Telangana Assembly session was cut short and the House adjourned sine die on Wednesday, nearly two weeks ahead of its planned end in view of coronavirus concerns after two MLAs and others tested positive for the pathogen. Meanwhile, Tirupati Lok Sabha MP Bali Durga Prasad Rao, who was battling COVID-19 for over a month, died at a hospital in Chennai yesterday. He was admitted on August 14th, where he was treated in the intensive care unit for severe COVID pneumonia. Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Andhra Pradesh Chief Minister Y.S. Jagan Mohan Reddy were among those who condoled the death of the first-time MP from the Tirupati SC Reserved constituency. Rao had been a three-term MLA in the Andhra Pradesh Legislative Assembly and a minister in the Chandrababu Naidu cabinet in undivided Andhra Pradesh. The Gujarat High Court has directed the state government to put all districts on high alert and start taking appropriate steps to curb the spread of COVID-19, making a note of the worsening situation in Rajkot and Jamnagar. In Rajasthan, seven more people died from the novel coronavirus, taking the toll to 1,286, while the number of infections rose to 1.08 lakh, with 814 new cases. Three terrorists were killed and one civilian succumbed to bullet injuries in Batmalu locality of Srinagar city during an operation that was launched based on specific police inputs in the early hours of Thursday morning. According to the sources, a deputy commandant of the Central Reserve Police Force, or CRPF, also received injuries during the operation. The operation concluded with the elimination of three terrorists. This is the fifth encounter in Srinagar city this year based on specific inputs. In two other cases, terrorists were able to escape. So far, 12 terrorists have been eliminated in these five encounters, including Janet Serai, a top Hezbollah Mujahideen commander. In the parliament session today, Defence Minister Rajnath Singh said that China does not recognise the traditional customary alignment of the line of actual control and that the recent conduct of PLA troops reflects a disregard of bilateral agreements between the two sides. Singh also said that India's timely actions had foiled the attempts to change the status quo in Pangongso. Adding that China has built up war machines and troops near LAC, Rajnath Singh said, and I quote, I would like to assure Parliament that India will not step back from taking any harsh decisions and that our forces are in a better position to retaliate, unquote. During his address, Singh also said that China continues to illegally occupy a large area of Ladakh, Singh added, and I quote, China continues to be in illegal occupation of approximately 38,000 square kilometers in the Union territory of Ladakh, 
In addition, under the so-called Sino-Pakistan Boundary Agreement of 1963, Pakistan illegally ceded 5,180 square kilometers of Indian territory in POK to China. China also claims approximately 90,000 square kilometers of Indian territory in the eastern sector of the India-China boundary in Arunachal Pradesh. Chinese actions reflect a disregard of our various bilateral agreements, unquote. His statement comes two days after he addressed the Lok Sabha on the border tensions between India and China, following which the opposition members had slammed the government after they were not allowed to ask questions after Singh's statement. The Delhi High Court today saw the centre stand on actor Rakul Preet Singh's plea to stop the broadcast of programmes connecting her with the Rhea Chakraborty drug case. It was earlier reported that Rakul Preet Singh was named by Rhea Chakraborty during a Narcotics Control Bureau, or NCB, investigation into a drugs angle related to the Sushant Singh Rajput case. Justice Naveen Chavla issued notice to the Ministry of Information and Broadcasting, Prasar Bharti and the Press Council of India seeking their stand on the actor's petition. The court also asked the authorities to treat her plea as a representation and take a decision on it before the next date of hearing on October 15th. The High Court said, and I quote, It is hoped that media houses and TV channels would show restraint and abide by the program code and other guidelines while making any report in connection with Rakul. Even if action is taken against one channel, it will send a message to others, unquote. According to Bar and Bench, in her submission before Delhi High Court, Rakul also said that she learned that she had been named in the case only through TV channels. Rhea Chakraborty was arrested in a drug case in connection with SSR death case currently being probed by NCB, ED and CBI. While most news channels prioritize the Sushant Singh Rajput case over other news updates, this wasn't the case in Tamil Nadu. In fact, it's a throwback to the coverage of Sri Devi's death in 2018 when once again the entire media was busy covering it. But in Tamil Nadu at the time, Google Trends data pointed out that on the day of Sri Devi's death, the number of searches on Syria's humanitarian crisis was higher than that number of searches on the actor. Incidentally, smaller towns and villages showed greater interest in Syria than the major cities. So it comes as no surprise that Tamil media had almost negligible coverage on the death of actor Sushant Singh Rajput and the controversies that followed. Do read Kavita Murlidharan's story on this titled Why Tamil Nadu Didn't Buy Into the Media Circus Around Sushant Singh Rajput's Death. Dear listeners, News Laundry has so much to offer, which would be impossible without your help. We are an independent news platform with reports, podcasts, interviews, videos, and a lot more. Do check out newslaundry.com and hit the subscribe button at the top right-hand corner of the website. Lowest subscription starts at 300 rupees a month only. Pay to keep news free. Now let's move on to the international updates. The overall number of global coronavirus cases has stopped 29.7 million with more than 6.6 million cases in the US. The global death toll stands at 939,456. The United Nations chief says the COVID-19 pandemic remains out of control with the world approaching the grimmest of milestones, that is 1 million lives lost to the virus. Secretary General Antonio Guterres told a news conference on Wednesday that the coronavirus is the number one global security threat in our world today, posing a crisis that is unlike any in our lifetimes. The Secretary General urged the international community to come together to defeat the virus, stressing that a vaccine alone can't solve the crisis. But he stressed that a vaccine 
must be seen as a global public good because COVID-19 respects no borders and it must be affordable and available to all, a people's vaccine. Meanwhile, World Bank's chief economist, Carmen Reinhardt, said that the global economy recovery from the crisis originated by the coronavirus pandemic may take as many as five years. In a remote interaction during a conference held in Madrid, Reinhardt said, and I quote, there will probably be a quick rebound as all the restriction measures linked to lockdowns are lifted, but a full recovery will take as much as five years, unquote. Reinhardt said the pandemic caused recession will last longer in some countries than in others and will exacerbate inequalities as the poorest will be harder hit by the crisis in rich countries and the poorest countries will be harder hit than richer countries. According to a new UNICEF analysis, an additional 150 million children globally have been plunged into poverty since the COVID-19 pandemic hit earlier this year, taking the number of children living in multidimensional poverty across the world to approximately 1.2 billion. Their new analysis, which was done by the UNICEF and child rights organization, Save the Children, reveals that the number of children living in multidimensional poverty without access to education health, housing, nutrition, sanitation, or water, has increased by 15% since the start of the pandemic. UNICEF in a release said that the multidimensional poverty analysis uses data on access to education, healthcare, housing, nutrition, sanitation, and water from more than 70 countries. It highlights that around 45% of children were severely deprived of at least one of these critical needs in the countries analyzed before the pandemic. The analysis paints a dire picture already, and UNICEF warns the situation will likely worsen in the months to come. UNICEF Executive Director Henrietta Four said, and I quote, COVID-19 and the lockdown measures imposed to prevent its spread have pushed millions of children deeper into poverty. Families on the cusp of escaping poverty have been pulled back in, while others are experiencing levels of deprivation they have never seen before. Most concerningly, we are closer to the beginning of this crisis than its end. Unquote. Dear listeners, poverty is one of the biggest contributors to the menace of trafficking in the world, especially child trafficking. The pandemic and the subsequent economic fallout has put poor children around the world at greater risk. Do listen to the latest episode of Let's Talk About, where Snigda delved into the complexities of child trafficking. It is estimated that a child goes missing in India every eight minutes. These children are taken from their homes to be bought and sold in the black market. In other cases, children are coaxed into traffickers' hands by promises of jobs or a better future, when in reality, upon arrival, they become enslaved. Through a series of sobering interviews, Snigta speaks to victims, experts, and journalists on the front lines to understand the many aspects of India's child trafficking crisis. Tune in to gain insight into child trafficking, an industry with a terrifying widespread presence in India, affecting millions of children from the schoolrooms of Arunachal Pradesh's tiniest villages to Delhi's GB Road. NASA is considering approving by next April up to two planetary science missions from four proposals under review, including one to Venus that the scientists involved in the project said could help determine whether or not that planet harbors life. An international research team on Monday described evidence of potential microbes residing in the harshly acidic Venetian clouds, traces of phosphine, a gas that on Earth is produced by bacteria inhabiting oxygen-free environments, it provided strong potential evidence of life beyond Earth. 
The U.S. Space Agency in February shortlisted four proposed missions that are now being reviewed by the NASA panel, two of which would involve robotic probes to Venus. David Grinspoon, an astrobiologist working on the Da Vinci Plus proposal, told Reuters, and I quote, Da Vinci is the logical one to choose if you're motivated in part by wanting to follow this up, because the way to follow this up is to actually go there and see what's going on in the atmosphere, unquote. The three other proposals include IVO, a mission to Jupiter's volcanically active moon, IO, Trident, a flyby trek to map Neptune's icy moon Triton, and Veritas, the second of the proposed Venus missions that instead would focus on understanding the planet's geological history. NASA has said it may choose one or two of the missions. The search for life elsewhere in the solar system has until now not focused on Venus. In fact, NASA in July launched a next generation rover to look for traces of potential past life on Mars. Now for some homegrown stuff from newslaundry.com. This week on NL Hafta, Abhinandan Sekri, Anand Vardhan, Manisha Pandey, and Raman Kirpal are joined by M.K. Vino, founding editor of The Wire. The panel discusses and debates the possible parts of India's economic recovery, whether the government's approach to the lockdown made things worse, and why India has experienced greater negative impacts due to the coronavirus than other global economic powerhouses, The Wire's approach to journalism, and a whole lot more. Here's an excerpt from the episode. Uh, the chief economic advisor, Krishnamurti uh, Subramaniam, said we will have a V-shaped recovery. Now, V-shaped would imply that you will come back to pre-COVID level of positive GDP growth. This is more like a, so there's one theory of W-shaped recovery. So you have, you, sh- you go down dramatically and then half of that comes back. Hmm. And then you go down further, which is the second leg of, you know, recession. Because incomes have been so badly hit. So there will be a there will be a real demand uh, uh, you know recession uh, demand compression in the next uh, say in 2021 and then maybe in 22 uh, I'm coming back to what you just uh, what IMF you quoted IMF saying that that actual recovery will be much later 2022. Episodes of NL Hafta are available for free for the next few weeks, but soon they will be available to our subscribers only. So hurry and subscribe to newslaundry.com. That's all the news I have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.